I don't care if they remember me. Only Jesus. This is Dreamwalker1960. As a reminder, you can read the transcripts of all my podcasts at dreamwalker1960.com. You can use most podcast platforms if you wish to listen. All you need to do is do a search for Dreamwalker 1960. I have learned an important lesson over the years. A key element of my hardships in my life had one major factor playing into them. A true and nearly completely misunderstanding of what is within the Bible. In the following verses, I'm going to take us through some verses that boil down to divided loyalties and how we should seek to be one with God through Jesus Christ. To begin this, we must remember something extremely important. These verses were from letters sent to those people that had become saved, that had asked Jesus Christ to be their Savior, and those that had taught them made sure that they had received the Holy Spirit. There can be no question that those hearing these letters were people that wanted to go into heaven and even believed that they were. James chapter 4 verses 1 through 3. What is causing the quarrels and fights among you? Don't they come from the evil desires to war within you? You want what you don't have, so you scheme and kill to get it. You are jealous of what others have, but you can't get it. So you fight and wage war to take it away from them. Yet, you don't have what you want because you don't ask God for it. And even when you ask, you don't get it because your motives are all wrong. You want only what gives you pleasure. 1 John chapter 2, verses 15-17 through 17. Do not love this world, nor the things it offers you. For when you love the world, you do not have the love of the Father in you. For the world offers only a craving for physical pleasure, a craving for everything we see, and pride in our achievements and possessions. These are not from the Father, but are from this world. And this world is fading away along with everything that people crave. But anyone who does what pleases God will live forever. How many that call themselves quote-unquote Christian seek after status, expensive clothes, expensive cars, and housing? taking pride in their achievements and reveling in it, seeking after and being prideful of themselves and caring only about their status. When they have none of it, they seek after it and hate those that do instead of them, yet still call themselves quote-unquote Christian. James and John were telling those that received these letters to end their sin. Now, as I said, those that received these letters called themselves followers of Jesus Christ. This is extremely important to come to this truth. This is why we have these letters within the Bible, to teach us how to act as what we call ourselves, Christian. These are our works, our fruit we must bear in the service of God. To know when we are living in sin, which will lead us away from God. When you look at the Old Testament, the lessons presented within them are the same. How God wishes those who choose to follow him are to act and behave.
than the result if we do not. This has not changed in either testament. Why? Because of human free will, which shows that we have an active role in our salvation before and after asking Jesus Christ to be our Savior. James, the first chapter, verses 12 through 17. God blesses those who patiently endure testing and temptation. Afterward, they will receive the crown of life that God has promised to those who love him. And remember, when you are being tempted, do not say, God is tempting me. God is never tempted to do wrong, and he never tempts anyone else. Temptation comes from our desires, which entice us and drag us away. These desires give birth to sinful actions, and when sin is allowed to grow, it gives birth to death. So don't be misled, dear brothers and sisters. Whatever is good and perfect is a gift coming down to us from God, our Father, who created all the light in the heavens. He never changes or casts a shifting shadow. These verses paint a clear image of how we are to live our lives and who it is that causes us to falter in our faith and belief in God through Christ. We humans tempt ourselves, which causes us to leave the narrow path which leads to eternal life. Instead, when entering into sin, we allow sin to grow within us. This will, quote unquote, give birth to death. The opposite of eternal life is death, which clearly states that salvation can and will be lost if we do not keep to the narrow path unto the Lord. Part of keeping on the narrow path in the service of God is listening to those that reprove, rebuke, and exhort. 2 Timothy 4.2 For they are working within the guidelines of the Bible. 2 Timothy 3.16-17 All scripture is inspired by God and is useful to teach us what is true and to make us realize what is wrong in our lives. It corrects us when we are wrong and teaches us to do what is right. God uses it to prepare and equip his people to do every good work. When someone uses the Bible and we study the scriptures given to us as our reproof and we find they are accurate and biblically sound in their argument towards our actions, then we must accept that this is not coming from the human but from God using this person as his messenger. This is extremely important and something very few wish to hear or accept. Why? Because they, at times, cannot accept that they are living in sin. However, if the Bible clearly states that something is a certain way, that means we must accept and strive to make ourselves right with Jesus Christ, or, as was shown above, head ourselves down the wrong path which does not lead to salvation, but instead damnation. We must never think of ourselves as better or greater than any other person, be they sinner or saint. Matthew 23, 12, Romans 12, 3, and James 4, 6. 1 Peter 5, 1-6 says, And now a word to you who are the elders in the church. I too am an elder and a witness to the suffering of Christ. And I too will share in his glory 
when he is revealed to the whole world. As a fellow elder, I appeal to you, care for the flock that God has entrusted to you. Watch over it willingly, not grudgingly, not for what you will get out of it, but because you are eager to serve God. Don't lord it over people assigned to your care, but lead them by your own good example. And when the great shepherd appears, you will receive a crown of never-ending glory and honor. In the same way, you who are younger must accept the authority of the elders, and all of you dress yourselves in humility as you relate to one another. For God opposes the proud, but gives grace to the humble. So humble yourselves under the mighty power of God, and at the right time he will lift you up in honor. Philippians chapter 2 verses 1 through 11. Is there any encouragement from belonging to Christ? Any comfort from his love? Any fellowship together in the Spirit? Are your hearts tender and compassionate? Then make me truly happy by agreeing wholeheartedly with each other, loving one another, and working together with one mind and purpose. Don't be selfish. Don't try to impress others. Be humble, thinking of others as better than yourselves. Don't look out only for your own interests, but take an interest in others too. You must have the same attitude that Christ Jesus had. Though he was God, he did not think of equality with God as something to cling to. Instead, he gave up his divine privileges. He took the humble position of a slave and was born as a human being. When he appeared in human form, he humbled himself in obedience to God and died a criminal's death on a cross. Therefore, God elevated him to a high place of highest honor and gave him the name above all other names, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue declare that Jesus Christ is Lord, to the glory of God the Father. In these scriptures we see how highly important it is to seek after humility, a true and honest humility in which we do not see ourselves as greater than any. For by being humble, we exalt he whom we have dedicated ourselves to. Christ, the human form of God, was the ultimate example of humility. The moment someone thinks themselves better than another, they show a lack of belief in God. They place themselves not only as greater than the other human, but greater than God himself. Allow that to sink in for a moment. One of the most important things we can see in the Bible is to test ourselves against the Word of God to see if we are living a righteous life. This is one of the greatest works a person can perform in their lives upon this earth if they profess to be Christian. Galatians chapter 6 verses 1 through 9. Dear brothers and sisters, if another believer is overcome by some sin, you who are godly should gently and humbly help that person back onto the right path, and be careful not to fall into the same temptation yourself. Share each other's burdens, and in this way obey the law of Christ. If you think you are too important to help someone, you are only fooling yourself. You are not that important. Pay careful attention to your own works. 
for then you will get the satisfaction of a job well done. And you don't need to compare yourself to anyone else. For we are each responsible for our own conduct. Those who are taught the word of God should provide for the teachers, sharing all good things with them. Don't be misled. You cannot mock the justice of God. You will always harvest what you plant. Those who live only to satisfy their own sinful nature will harvest decay and death from that sinful nature. But those who live to please the Spirit will harvest everlasting life from the Spirit. So let's not get tired of doing what is good. At just the right time, we will reap a harvest of blessing if we don't give up. Therefore, whenever we have the opportunity, we should do good to everyone, especially those in the family of faith. In these verses, we see a basic summary of today's Bible study. In verse 1, we see we need to reprove, rebuke, and exhort. There are those out there that have slipped away from the true path and accuse you of quote-unquote judging them. Since we are told to help them, how can this be judging? If we use the Word of God as we are instructed, it is the Scriptures placing the burden upon them, not those giving them the help they need. So if they accuse you of judging, it is actually they that are judging you. If they reject your help, that is their burden, and you have strived to do your best. Pray for them and allow God to handle the rest. You have fulfilled your duty to God. Next, we are not to think we are better or greater than anyone. For as the verses show, we are fooling ourselves. We should instead acknowledge that only Christ and his Father are greater. Look into our own lives and see if we are truly seeking after the will of God. If we know from the Bible that we are living within the Word of God, we know we will receive our treasures not here on earth, but in heaven where it belongs. Understand that if we insist on living in sin, we will not make it into heaven, for as the verses say, those who live only to satisfy their own sinful nature will harvest decay and death from that sinful nature. But what is it our sinful natures pursue? 1 John chapter 2, verses 15-17 through 17. Do not love this world, nor the things it offers you. For when you love the world, you do not have the love of the Father in you. For the world offers only a craving for physical pleasure, a craving for everything we see, pride in our achievements and possessions. These are not from the Father, but are from this world. And this world is fading away along with everything that people crave. But anyone who does what pleases God will live forever. God bless. Make it count, leave a mark, build a name for yourself. Dream your dreams, chase your heart above all else. Make a name the world remembers. But all an empty world can sell is empty dreams. I got lost in the light, but it was up to me to make a name the world remembers. But Jesus is the only name to remember.
legacy I don't care if they remember me Only Jesus